Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. think of my new instrumental version of the theme song mm. it was uh meditative mm. it's funny you say that why because i've been thinking a lot about meditative tones yes i'm i'm mm. waiting for you to start making strictly meditation music <laughs> i found a an app that uh, creates sounds. That's cool. EHZs. Uh-huh. The frequencies. Neat. Some of which yeah. are healing. Right. I know. That's what I... And inspiring. Yeah. I'm into trying to find things that heal. Face masks, frequencies, naps. Yeah, I was on this last tour that I was on. Mm-hmm. In the bus, I did spend quite a bit of time in my bunk mm-hmm. with my uh, sound-canceling headphones on. Noise-canceling. Looking through YouTube for tone video. video. They're not videos, they're sounds. Mm-hmm. The, best, the ones that I liked the best were just a pure tone. Just like, mm. mm. They were called binaural tones. I, that's interesting. I wonder if I would like something like that while I'm working. I I'm so picky. I wonder if anyone else has this issue, but I do hear that a lot of people are able to listen to either music or podcasts while they're working. Seems like a lot of people who work from home at their desks or I don't know cuz I don't really understand the computer job world, but it seems like there's a lot of people who listen to things while they're working and I also do when I'm in my studio, but I'm very, very picky about the sounds that I, that I allow into my space when I'm working, you know, because it can be very distracting for me. Like I can't just throw on like the Rolling Stones or something while I'm sewing or crocheting. It takes me too many other places and then I'm going to screw up whatever I'm working on. It's distracting. Yeah, the tones that I was listening to were just literally just like 
Like I would just listen to that mm-hmm. for like a half an hour. See, that's intriguing. I, I like that. While I, I did my breathing. And then, but then I'm also wondering, gosh, I wonder if even just that would also distract me. I don't know. Well, this is a 129 hertz. It may be a bad tone. Oh. Like, are there tones that trigger bad things? Hmm. Because they, well, they seem very specific about the hertz. Uh-huh. Hmm. It's kind of complicated. I found a lot, a, a lot of... I found out a lot about it mm-hmm. today. Stay tuned for a very, very special treat. What? Stay tuned for a very, <laughs> very special treat. Oh, treat. Are you ready? Okay. Here it comes. Are we there yet? No. That was tinnitus. Oh. oh, shit. That is a representation, okay. an imitation, an attempt to recreate what is going on inside that brain of his 24-7. Yeah, I found a tone generator on my phone. It's an app. And I was like, wow, finally I can do what I've I've been thinking about for a long time. You know, since we got the podcast is uh-huh. I really wanted it to at some point begin the process of recreating my tinnitus for everybody cuz I th- How generous of you. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's my first attempt. I'm I think I'm going to I'm going to I want to get it down. I I would Cuz lo- there's two okay. tones. Those are two tones. Mm. Uh one that was running at um uh, 12,000 hertz. Okay. And the other one is running at 8,000 hertz. Guess what? What? Both of them hurt. <laughs> well. I hated that. <laughs> I was wincing the whole time and waiting for it to end. It was like someone was putting a very, very tiny needle in my ear. Well, each each of my ears, although they say... The tinnitus. That was a mistreatment. Tinnitus is in your brain. They, that was not a treat. Yeah. Well, you know me and Four Track Man. Oh, goodness. We're a little contrary We just times. lost like two listeners. I don't know. I suppose I could shorten that in the final <laughs> editing. I thought it was important to get at least 40 seconds in there. Well, that really does help drive the point home. I mean, this is like, this is what's living. That actually makes me feel awful that's what's living in your head all the time that's my first attempt to recreate what it is okay it's not that loud it's loud i mean certainly at three o'clock in the morning but um so i found this uh hertz generator this frequency generator mm-hmm. and so um in the last i found it you know two hours ago so i've <laughs> i probably could do a lot more work you could a yeah a lot lot more work to recreate it. It does feel like the tinnitus there that each ear generates its own tone, which is interesting making it binaural because a lot of the uh, meditation tones are also binaural and they're, they're slightly off from each other. Uh-huh. Got a lot more research to do. And as you know, okay. here, here on raw impressions, um, facts are not 
our strong point. Yeah. Conjecture is... Um, Definitely. Sometimes downright incorrect information is more where we're coming from. And, um, <laughs> you know, if someone's got something to say or something to teach me... Sure. I'm teachable. I'm a teachable person. You're available for learning. I'm available for learning, but I'm, I'm starting the journey of not only recreating my tinnitus, mm-hmm. but also... I want to use the synthesizer more. I want to create, I want to start to really, I want to create soundscapes. I want to go back to that. I want to go back to, you know. The beginnings. Back to the beginning. You know, there's a sound of the earth. Wow. Mm. No, I didn't. It's like. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. That has a specific frequency as well, they say. (laughs) <laughs> they they have a lot to say, don't they? They do. What we were talking about right before we started recording was uh, fidgets. Fidgets that, you know, people use to keep their hands occupied or their mouths. I was sort of pondering this because, you know, this morning when I was brushing Izzy's hair, she said, look, mom, I made a fidget. And she had like just put two of her little hair clips together and it was kind of funny. So she could like open them and close them and open them and close them. And, and I was thinking, I had this weird flashback to just being like a child and Mm. being in school. And I'm, this is like, I guess a sign of where I'm like progress. It's really nice. There's certain things that I'm like, that's a really nice change for kids now where they don't maybe have to like attack their bodies to you know because like I you I could get really distracted by like picking something or you know I mean like taking your all your eyelashes out yeah you know and or like you know even just like scratching my face or like picking a zit or something (laughs) or I don't know I I like the idea (laughs) that now it's good that kids can pick at things instead of themselves it is I think it's like Wow. Well, I think it's also just cool to like acknowledge that, you know, sometimes we need a little something to fiddle with Hmm. um, to help us like focus on other things. And especially because I think, you know, half the population now has ADHD, right? I mean, that's a listen again, facts. That's not a fact. I'm just saying that a lot of people, maybe they're like, hey, I, I need I need something. Oh, this might be make me feel better. Well, this, uh, maybe, maybe the tones are like the fidgets of the mind. Yeah. These are all kind of like comforting advancements that we are allowing into us, into society. And I think that's really positive, you know? Can I, I just make a note before this disappears. This yeah. is the sleep awake theta. This is an imitation. This is on my synthesizer. This hmm. is what it sounded like on the YouTube video. It says five hertz, but it's not five hertz. That's not the frequency. It's it's two tones that are five hertz apart. This is where I got confused. I thought it was simple. I just thought five hertz meant the tone, but that's not the tone. You can't really hear five hertz. This feels like there's a, a semi outside our house. Uh, oh yeah, just it does. idling. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Is while I was you know on the bus, I'm thinking, are there therapy? Is me listening to the the idling bus? Is that therapeutic? Possibly, yeah. Hearing the refrigerator in one ear and hearing the bus idling in the other, Uh more or less, is that therapeutic? Is there a way for me to make my tinnitus 
therapeutic. Possibly. This is an interesting way to reframe something you ha- you live with, right? Mm-hmm. It's either something that you're like, again, this also is kind of like fidgets, right? It's like you're either going to like try to like force yourself to stop to do this, you know, or you're going to allow yourself to find a way to live with it health in a healthy way, mm-hmm. right? Which fidgets are like healthy releases for people. Um, that's my understanding. Anyway, I mean, like in Izzy's classroom, they can they can have fidgets and things like that, you know, in school. And I think that that's really sweet. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I have been taking a Zoom meditation class. Um, I did it in the spring, some in the summer, and now again, it started up in the, in the fall. And I noticed that, um, like, I'm really, like, needing this. Yeah. Um, because I think one of my challenges in my life has been not not chasing those bad thoughts you know like it's like if the bad thought is this wild horse you know and instead of like opening up the gate and letting it run free you you jump on it and you like go for this crazy ride, you know, and you're just hanging on for dear life while it's like bucking and turning and are you looking at me so no, crazy? Are you, I'm just... are you saying I'm I'm confused. Are you saying this is a way to tame the thought? You're actually jumping on the horse no, rather I'm than letting it run free. I don't yeah, I'm saying letting it run free is kind of like also letting it go, like seeing it run off in the distance. It's like bye, there you went. This is a thought that's not serving me instead of like my past habit has been to jump on the oh. wild, feral horse and, you know, with no, what is the thing, saddle on it, you know, it's like, oh, bareback. Bareback. I'm going to bareback this wild horse. Bareback and some exa- anxiety. Yeah. And depression. And, you know, and it's like, it helps me to think of my bad thoughts or my bad train of thoughts as like an object or a thing, you know, Mm. like either, like I said, the wild horse, or I've often, you know, thought of it as like a thorn, like a literal thorn that I've stepped on or got pricked by. And I'm like, Oh, I've got to get rid of that. And then I'm going to put a little bandaid on and it's going to get better now. And, you know, and meditation is sort of like putting my little bandaid on and trying to heal those wounds. Mm. Um, and then with the wild horse, I'm just sort of like, 
how do I just let you go sometimes? You know, I just want to open up that gate and just let you go. And I can see you run off in the distance. And well, I had that, um, that kind of, that, um, to deal with fear during the pandemic Mm -hmm. and in my life in general, to be perfectly honest. That's what I mean. Um, something that I read that was, that was useful to me was that you actually do have to address it and allow it to come in and sort of allow your, I mean, instead of like, get out of here, you know, instead of pushing it away, inviting it in. And I had like a whole mantra that I came up with for myself. So it's like, hello, fear, get in here, come and whisper in my ear. Make my what-ifs into will-bes. Bring that nervous sweat oozing out of me. I know you mean well to keep me prepared, but what you warn me of is rarely there. So that's enough. It's time to go. You say you do, but you don't know. That's so poignant um wow you wrote that for yourself yeah i just did it through rote memorization of it i would come up i came up with it just in the middle of the night and i would just go over and come up with lines and then try to remember it mm-hmm. i never wrote it down i mean i did eventually but um it's not perfect yet i would like some more stuff in the middle but it kind of hits all the points that it needs to hit for me. And it also, I like the idea of like, Hey fear, come here, you know, come in, come here. Tell me, what do you have to st- tell me what you have to say? Make my what ifs into will be's. Huh. You know what though? It's you, you let it in, but then you do let it go. Yeah. So it's like, you have, it runs its course. It's like almost like a, it's so like it's a, like, I see the wild horse, we, we look at each other, I make eye contact, I'm like, okay, okay, here we are, we're facing each other, you're the bad thing. The emergency is flashing in its eyes. Yeah, but then, you know, I guess, yeah, then you, just make, also, then you just make a decision, you either stay in the ring with it or you, or you let it go. Or, or you hop on its back. Well, yeah, the hopping on the back thing Didn't is like... Do a little rodeo. I don't... I See mean, how long you can ride it. Sometimes you got to do a rodeo with your bad thoughts, so you got to like ride those out until... That's been the most productive thing for me, I found, is that instead of trying to shut the, the thoughts out, mm-hmm. is welcoming them in and letting... Examining them, Examining maybe? them a little bit, letting right. them run their course. I mean, I think but the thing with fear is it, it is literally... It's literally something that I had to, like, physically experience. Like, fear is a very physical... It's like, bring the nervous sweat out of me. I wanted to make... I'm still kind of working on it, because I want to make some reference to how panic spreads up my back. Like, it, it, it comes mm. right up the back of my spine, the back yeah, of my you neck. you get the little hairs up, right? Yeah, like it's, a like, little... it's like, oh, you know, and... Uh-huh. Um, you know, there's a lot of talk about how our primal, our primal selves still live within us Mm -hmm. and the way that we would have reacted when someone was, I mean, in the wild, Mm -hmm. you know, um, when we were faced with like physical threats, predator, danger, or, Mm -hmm. um, that, that we live in a much, we live so separated from that, that kind of primal world, Mm -hmm. but we still have primal reactions to what we deem 
threats, which are often, you know, for us now, threats are often come in in the form of words, but we we still register the, them as um, primal physical threats. Like we're just trying to process fear and anxiety and um, in useful ways. So right. But I did. I've I've found some useful ways. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's know. what I'm saying. Is I think I am too. You know, and I'm I'm finally, you know, now in my life kind of facing them and I think a more healthy way, you know, and, and, you know, but with that, um, it's funny, there's sort of like a grief involved, you know, mm. and because it, you're letting go of like a yeah, old way of yeah, behaving. It's like, it's even true. if it didn't serve you, and that's, it's odd to grieve something that doesn't serve you, but it still was a part of you for so long. That's funny. That's true. I mean, that's something that, that's all, uh, that's the kind of language they use with addictions as well. Mm. Like, um, and I think, you know, I, I wrote a song a while ago. I mean, for the last Sebado record, like, um, I had a line called the sorrow tempts me again. You know, it's like the sorrow tempts me. It's like, it's like you, um, oh, I miss it when (laughs) I can't, I can't remember. I can't read my own. I'm going to announce my or recite my own lyrics, but (laughs) I did recite my fear mantra. So that was, thank you for sharing that. I know that's very personal. Um, not done ruined it. <laughs> no, I think it's a gift that maybe that actually makes it even more, you know, powerful. Other people can hear that mantra mm-hmm. and maybe it would be meaningful to them. I, uh, but yeah, it's, you know, it's kind of like, you know, the change is necessary. You know where you got to go and you know, the thing that you had maybe wasn't good or just plain wasn't good. But yeah, it's just change. You have to grieve the change sometimes. And uh, it's just sticky. It's just funny. Change is just sticky. (laughs) You know, it's just real sticky. It's not some slick little smooth process. It's a booger. Such a booger. It's that booger that won't let go of your your index finger. I don't know. It's kind of like when you accidentally touch something that has grease on it and you're like, oh, God damn it. And then you got to... How do I get this off, you know? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I've just been thinking about a lot of stuff. I think it's because, you know, I, as you get older too, you have to face a lot of like realities with your, your body, you know, your physical growth and, um, how your body's aging and whether or not there's things in there that shouldn't be there or, yeah. You know, and I so mean, I don't know if you want to be if you want to be transparent about what you're what you're worried about. You could oh, be. I mean, I think I mean, you as a as an aging woman, you go in for tests every year. Yeah. And um right now you've the the doctors are concerned that you have a breast tissue that's especially dense and and can be and it, it, it puts you at a higher risk. Right. For breast cancer. Yeah. And I think I'm just, 
Yeah, I'm just kind of like. Because we know, we know, and we have experience with. Yeah, we have people we love who. You know, that's. Um, I mean, gosh, I don't know. It'd be hard. You'd be hard pressed to find anyone right now who doesn't anyone. have someone. That's true. You know. Um, I think. Yeah, holding that fear while not letting it run away from me. It just gets so crazy big. I mean, I don't... I'm probably fine. It's probably all fine. It's just um, the in-between time. The waiting. Yeah. And uh, waiting between appointments and things. And um, so... I just, uh, and even if this appointment, you know, ends up fine, I have to be checked regularly. Um, so yeah, just, it's, you know, it adds a new, new something in my life, right? New dimension of fear and apprehension. The unknown. The unknown. Yeah. So I'm just holding a lot of. Yeah, you are because we you things right now. Yeah, what's happening is we have to. You're going in for another set of tests and. Yeah. And in a week or two, it's almost torture. Uh, so like two weeks from now, and you're like, oh, so <laughs> then you have to go day by day and sort of keep your keep your anxiety and your fear in check. And yeah, so I guess I'm just sort of in this like, um, monitoring my emotions you know part right now like okay Adele you gotta still get on with your day and you still gotta like keep moving and Mm -hmm. get stuff done and just all the practical things and work and whatnot and um so yeah it's just I don't know it's amazing what we all juggle and everyone's juggling so many things in their life and uh, it's just incredible all these like invisible weights we're carrying you know everyone's little personal backpack of worry is so different but you don't know what it is you know because mm-hmm. you can't see it and... but we yeah. all have our our worries but I'm just kind of feeling a little um yeah just a little fragile these days it's okay
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.